What's up, Hunter Fast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with an agent who in less than five years has built a team that will sell nearly 100 homes in 2021. Fast and doing it right. Welcome to the show, Andrew Perry. Welcome to the show today, Andrew. How are you doing in that that fancy wine-ish area that you're in right now? I'm doing great, man. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pretty cool setup we've got here um, in what we call the cellar with an S. So this is our boardroom here in beautiful Niagara-on-the-Lake. I love it. Tell our listeners a little bit, quick bio on yourself and yeah. also where you're from. I don't think well, as many people uh, <laughs> know about, uh, yeah. you know, Niagara on the lake. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my name is Andrew Perry. I've been in the business now uh, only five years, surprisingly. But, uh, you know, we I, I've been, you know, running my real estate career as a business. So the, the hyper fast, I love this podcast. I love the podcast name. It's, you know, that's how I treat my life. Now I treat my business. If we're not growing exponentially, what, what are we doing? Right. So, um, you know, within that five years, I've, um, been able to start a real estate team, uh, where we're a top producing real estate team here in Niagara, as well as, um, I've been able to open up not one, but two real estate office, uh, for our brokerage revel realty, and, uh, you know, I got three kids, beautiful wife. We live in town here in Niagara-on-the-Lake. For those of you who do not know, is uh, on Canada's wine country. This is where basically 90% of all Canada's wine is made and distributed from. It's, um, to put it into perspective, it's almost kind of like a mini less expensive Hamptons, I guess you could say, or Napa Valley. It's the, you know, the town was built around the same time of the war of 1812. And so all the properties here are all custom, you know, one to 200 years old, uh, you know, mansions, colonials, uh, very uh, American influenced actually, uh, which is really cool. And, you know, I love going down to Georgia and I, I love seeing all the, the colonial style homes and, Victorians, all that good stuff. So it's just a really beautiful area and um, we love it here. Well, that's amazing. And what you've built in a short amount of time is amazing too. I know uh, you're, you're close to a hundred deals. Maybe if you don't hit that this year, you'll hit it next year. And yeah, over, over 60 million volume and yep. over a million in GCI. I mean, those, those are monster numbers that a lot of people, uh, or, or the people that do reach yeah. which is very, very few, less than 1% of 1%. It takes them several, several years. You've done it in under five. What's been your secret or yeah. strategy, if you will, to yeah. how, 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 how did you make the transition from breaking into the business and, and being great as a solo agent, which I assume is how you started off to now yeah. having a team that can throw up these kind of monster numbers? Yeah. So 
essentially, I'm sure your listeners, if, especially if they're from the States, are going to know a little company called LA Fitness. Uh, well, LA Fitness moved into Canada, what, about nine years ago. And, you know, being trained from LA Fitness, um, from a sales standpoint, from a systemization standpoint, and, you know, from a service standpoint, I really was able to gain the knowledge that it took, um, you know, to become successful in sales and not just from having a good personality and not just from, you know, influence or things like that. It was like, how, how are we going to arrange and organize and systematize our business? And, you know, I really took everything that I learned from LA Fitness and applied it to the real estate industry. And, you know, a lot of agents out there, they're still considering this as a sales position. Or maybe it's just a job where I consider it as I'm the CEO, I'm the business owner, I need to treat it as such, I need to have video marketing, I need to have education and training, I need to have, um, you know, client care um, of services that, you know, we help cultivate and you know, massage our database throughout the year. But the biggest thing that I can say helped me go from here to here is leverage. I knew at a very early, you know, position in my career where that I can't take it to the next level. And, you know, all the real estate coaches and all everybody that I talk to there, you should be, you know, around 30 deals. You should consider moving into an admin uh, or buyer, uh, um, a buyer realtor um, for your team. So what I actually did was by deal 12, I hired an admin because wow. I knew that I knew that the importance of it. So, you know, that 40 grand that I paid my first admin, um, brought in probably if I'm going back three years now, um, at least over 170 in GCI. Um, and then, you know, when, when we hired, um, our second admin and we hired, now we've got a team of five buyer agents as well. And, you know, when we took on, you know, it was a larger expense at the beginning, but that leverage was able, we were able to quadruple my business by the third year. So, you know, if I started my first year doing one, I think I did 120, you know, and I think about how big of a number that was at the time. Uh, and then to my second year, 250, third year, 370. Um, and then in my fourth and fifth, grossing over seven. And then as a team now, we're just almost at 1 million. 100,000. Um, and, you know, we've done, you know, we, we almost hit our goal of 100, 100 deals this year. Um, but we ended up, uh, we've got, it, year's not over yet. We got 70 listings hitting the market this week, but we uh, are at, I think, 87 deals. And you know what, the, at a price point of around 800 to 1.3 is our average. Uh, you know, we sell into the 3 million into the 300,000s as well, but I honestly would not have been able to do it at the beginning. Like I said, I gave up 50% of my income, but we were able to do way more business and replenish that 50% pretty easily. Well, you're, you're close to the hundred. I know by the time this goes live, the, the, the year 2021 will be in the books, but if you're yeah. at 80, 86 with seven new listings, uh, you just you just need to find seven cash buyers and double in the deals. Or and in this market, you, to 100. In, in this you market, might, right? It's not unheard of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but but I but I think a couple things you you did right really well that I want to highlight highlight. One is, you know, it it, it appears your first two hires were on the admin side. Not everyone does that. A lot of people go out and they get like another buyer's agent, and it's, it's yeah problematic for many reasons. So 
I think that's something if you're listening to to, to make sure you do right. Go out and hire hire admin support first. Yep. Then then get more salespeople. And then I think the other thing too that that you absolutely did right is is hiring early. Um. You know, there's 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 oh, there is a good argument maybe that you could have waited till 24 deals, 30 deals, but. Yeah. In, in reality, if you're making, you know, the kind of money you are, I, I, th- I think you're kind of foolish to not invest in admin support. That's, that's your time you're buying back. And, and, and I think too many people fall on the opposite side of it. They do it. Yeah. They do it too, too late. And if you do it too late, you end up like hiring someone unqualified because you're in a rush and you don't have time to train them. And then you probably have Which to time been there too. You give up after that, right? A lot of people just give up and don't hire again. They say it doesn't work. And, but if, if you do it too early, like maybe you have a month or two where it's kind of painful and your your income is down a little, your net income and 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 the person hasn't been trained yet and adding value. But, but by like the third month, like they're adding value. They're increasing your bottom line. It doesn't take long. Well, and, and it's very interesting how you just ran through those scenarios because that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, so I jumped in really early the first time around and my first team under the same name, um, you know, I did the admin first, still, still did that. I was smart enough there, but I mm-hmm. took on uh, three buyer agents right at the beginning and I took them on way too soon, had no idea what I was doing. And by that third month, when I should have been seeing income being, you know, being generated, I saw uh, three of my buyer agents walk away. So, yeah, so my team collapsed in the first three months. And you know what? I love that it happened so quickly. Um, You know, it wasn't really good for my brand to see that, you know, the implosion after three months. But I'm, I'm happy it happened when it happened because I was able to step back for a couple of months, readjust, reassess, kind of pivot on a few things. And then I was able to implement everything I did wrong and, you know, really start off on the right foot with the new team. And obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're not perfect, but, you know, we're, we're, we care about each other. We've got a really strong family atmosphere here. And we're really, really um, just kind of enjoying our success right now. And, and we've got a huge coaching. And that's another thing, too. You know, you, you said it right. You said invest back into your business. And we, we've got this massive uh, coaching and day training uh, for 2022 business planning on Monday, you know, we something we start preparing for uh, August, September, um, and then we really start hitting the uh, the actual bread and butter for it uh, late December. And um, you, you know what? The, the the team loves it. You know, it, it, you show that you're investing back. Like, look, our, this is our first full year as a full team. Last year we did you know, 800,000 GCI this year, we're, we're at one, one, um, but 300,000, 350 of that went directly back 
into our team and into our office here. Now, next year, we're hoping to cut that number by 8%. I mean, that put us at what, 37, 38? So we're looking to be at a 30%. And next year, maybe cut that a little bit more while always consistently improving on our services and what we're offering our realtors, right? So I love exactly what how you brought that up, the investment, and then, you know, maybe those three months of uh, being uh, uh, income generating after that. But hey, you know what? We, we don't always always do it right the first time. Yeah, I think um I, I I think you know that by by doing it early you you learn faster too. And yeah. it's it's just a, a sooner or, or quicker payback that you'll that's get right. on it. Like that's so right. I I, th- I think that's really smart and then the, the other thing that that you just said that I think we should dive into is that that planning meeting that you're doing yeah. with the team. So I, th- I think, I think, I think everyone needs to do that. Even if you're a solo yeah. agent, you need to like take time away from, you know, trying to you know do deals and whatnot and, and plan. Right. And, yeah. and, well, if you and fail so, to plan, so, you plan to fail, right. So what's, what's your cadence for that? Like how often do you do planning with the team? Is it annual quarterly monthly? Um, yeah. Uh, so we actually have weekly meetings. And we have weekly team meetings. And after the team meeting, we do a one-on-one. Um, so I sit one-on-one with all of our agents and, uh, you know, we break down the goal, see where they're at, see where their struggles, um, you know, with our 12 month planner, it's basically, you know, we, we write down our goals. We want to find out what's our financial goal, our personal goal, uh, you know, our relationship goals. And, you know, out of those goals, what are the three biggest obstacles that are going to, you know, stop or hinder us from achieving those goals. And then from those, from, from physically writing it down, we're going to be able to visualize and write down three solutions to each one of those three problems. And from there, you know, what one of those three solutions can we implement or start right away? And it's, it's a great exercise. And here's the thing, a lot of team leaders or, or, or office owners or whatever, they, they feel like, you know, Hey, we've got this far because of whatever's going on in here in, in their own mind or, you know, their leadership skills or whatever. I don't feel that way. I, I actually hired a business coach, Marianne Glipsy from Red Apple Coaching. Um, she works with some really high powered CEOs in the States and in Canada. Actually, she, you know, she was working with John Maxwell. Um, and, you know, it, it takes one of those, you know, it was really important because I had to understand that I don't want my team to learn only from me. Just because I had success doesn't mean that the way they run my play, they're guaranteed to have success. So I bring in somebody who's outside the company who can, who's, who, who can replicate what, what, uh, what they've had success. Well, you know, Marianne's had, you know, three, 400 clients, right. And they're all in the top 1% um, in, in Nash, uh, internationally. So we, we bring her in to uh, not only coach us weekly, but, but she'll break down these business planning once a year. And and it's fierce. Having her a part of our business is insane. It's like having a, you know working for a corporate company and having your senior vice president checking in on you all the time. And you know you're you're scared and you're sweating on the phone call on those conference calls. I remember I used to do that at LA Fitness, and it's the same with her. But it's 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 so. Uh, crucial to be able to holding myself accountable because once you're in real estate, who's holding the boss accountable? 
Nobody, right? So that's why we, we, we implement a third party to our training and to our coaching. I, I love that. I think, I think a lot of agents don't take the time. They don't take the money to invest in coaching events, networking, mentoring, and the, the people that do that have the most success. I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you can't get there without doing that, but, right. but by and large, the people I see at these events, getting coaching, they're the ones that are, that are putting up the biggest numbers. They're the ones that are growing the most. And, mm-hmm. you know, at, at, at a certain point, I think if, if you're kind of on the fence about going to an event or hiring a coach yeah. or, you know, you needed to just push the, I believe button and, and, <laughs> And jump in and try, right? It's, it's kind of like yeah. making fire. That's right. What, um, so what at, at, at your, you know, annual goal meeting, team meeting, yep. uh, what, what, what kind of planning and, and, uh, you know, level of detail do you yeah. get in with, so, with your teammates? So from the team perspective, um, a lot of the, a lot of my teammates joined because yes, I've had success early on in my career. Um, but I also run, you know, crazy effective, um, uh, advertising and social media campaigns. Um, you know, my business, and and we could talk about this later, if you like, uh, my business is made up of 85% agent to agent referrals. So Mm. the way I build my Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube content, it's about, you know, doing what I want, having fun and, you know, showing a little inside to my life, um, you know, a little fashion, a little lifestyle, a little wine, and, you know, of course, real estate. Um, but it's all like, listen, unless you're paying for PPC, pay-per-click advertising, or, you know, lead forms on Facebook or whatever, your advertising isn't necessarily for buyers and sellers, especially in my world. My target is other agents. So w- where I'm going with this is that this, this is this is fairly unique. Um, just if you're if you're listening, like really yeah. pay attention. I've, I don't have I haven't a lot of people talk about advertising to agents. So so go on. <laughs> yeah. So and so this is why a, a lot of my realtors join me is because. They're, they want to learn and grow from a social media standpoint as well. And, you know, so what I do from a leader standpoint is I'll take what our coach is, has, you know, planned for them and help design for them for the year. And of course, I'll hold them accountable weekly, right? But I'll also take their goals and individualize them. One person, for example, we had on our team, Um, She was into like historic homes. So, okay, how can we grow your social media and grow your referrals or your, or your buyer and seller list um, through, you know, you being with the historical society? Well, here's one way. Let's make a post once every couple of days or once a week. And let's take a picture of a building the way it looks now. We'll find a photo of the way it looked a hundred years ago and you'll do your little story on it. Right. And, and it was the same thing. I sit down with my other agent. What is important to you? What is your niche? What is your passion? 
Well, I love, I love design. Okay, great. So how can we find, um, you know, weekly daily posts that incorporate design with real estate? That's an easy one. But in another one, well, I love horses and I love farms. Okay, great. So you love the outdoors, you love country, you love community. How can we divide that up into a content strategy to help you attract the people that you want to work with? Because let me give you one really, really big tip. The problem with realtors and some salespeople these days is that they try to cast a net and collect whatever's out there. Where how mm. I see business is that it's super crucial to be super focused or super niche. So for me, I don't just sell family homes. I sell unique luxury homes or I sell in Niagara on the Lake or I sell wineries, wine, that type of a lifestyle, right? So if, if you have... Um, you know, an equestrian background with horses and farms. That's what you should be pushing. If, if you don't have a particular passion, if it's commercial, if it's residential, then you need to push your farming community. You need to be the expert in your community. So if it's Niagara on the Lake, okay, break it down by region. Is it Old Town? Is it Garrison Village? Is it Virgil? Is it St. David's, right? And so the way I do that for myself is that I really just focus on whatever I want to do. I love wine. I love luxury. That's how my Instagram content is. That's how it perceives myself. And, you know, that's how agents say, okay, look, this guy takes it very seriously. I love what he's doing. And the biggest thing when you're looking to grow your, your, your business in a referral standpoint is that I like to put out content that I know people wish they could do themselves and they can. And, and, and once they see that, they reach out to me and then we build those networks from there. I, I, I love the idea of picking a niche of being hyper-focused. That's, that's, that's how I started off really. And, and, and grew as fast as I did with that, that hyper-local strategy. Yeah. And, and I think if you can do it in an area that you really love, whether it's a, a neighborhood community you love an activity or a lifestyle that you love. I, th I think it's even that much better because then you, you set yourself up to have long-term success without feeling like you're working because if yeah. you love those types of yes. properties or that area, like it's, it's going to feel a lot better when there's, you know, that like I last agree. minute home yeah. inspection problem that you have to push through or the deal's about to fall apart. Like it'll, it'll feel more worth it if you love the area or the thing or the lifestyle that you're selling. I agree. And, and like I said, you, you start a, I, I forget who coined the phrase, but you, you start attracting your tribe. Right. And what I tell my team is like, life is way too short to work with people that are going to cause you stress. And you know what? I've, I've been able to, uh, use this strategy, um, you know, since day one. And, you know, I, I can't say that I, I have been a yes man, uh, right. My whole first year is yes, 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 yes. How can I, uh, help you on a Saturday, Sunday morning? Uh, but now I've got three kids and, and I'll tell you, although we've had the success that we have and we have, you know, the business and it's still growing, um, I'm home by four, four thirty PM and I don't work weekends. And it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's, if you systemize your business, these things are possible, right? And, and it's, when I tell people that they think I'm crazy, they're like, well, what do you mean? So you, 
You don't answer your phone? Well, no, I do. But for those active deals, maybe uh, from my team, of course. But at the same time, you know, my my wife and my kids get to see me walk through the door four and four thirty every day, and they know on Saturday and Sunday I'm going to wake up on Saturday morning, take them to hockey, and and you know, once we we've been able to develop and and you know set that standard with our clients, they don't seem to mind. No, I, I, I love that. That's what Carrie and I have created up, up in DC at our, our brokerage up there, our team up there. We're going to close a lot, or I guess this, when this goes live, we'll have closed 1100 deals in oh, the DC man. area. And we did it while, while mostly living in Florida, by the way. And, <laughs> and, yes. and not only that is like, we've, we've set it up so that if you're an agent on our team, We've got a system where once you hit a certain amount of deals, you get a partner agent. And then when that, yes. when, when that group grows to a certain level, you get another assistant. So we're, we're kind of building the teams within the team and helping other agents achieve this, this quality of life. You know, I heard this quote once wow. that, that said, if, if, if you're, if you have money, you're rich, if you have time, you're wealthy. And we've certainly created that. want to help other people do that on our team and also at our event. So we're actually doing an event February 1st and 2nd in Boca Raton, Florida, the Hyperfast Summit. We've got some amazing speakers. That keynote is actually from Canada, uh, Tat Londano. I'm sure you've heard of, of her. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she'll, she'll be, she'll be uh, there. So if you're listening, watching this, uh, go to hfasummit.com and, and see if there's tickets left. It's hfasummit.com. Yeah push that com. Sure. we're going to be showing you how carrie and i have built the systems we have and, and other real estate agents you know for all over including tatlandana so go to hfasummit.com for more info on that um andrew i want to ask you about getting 85 percent of the deals from agent referrals and marketing yes. to agents how how do you do that? That's a that's a really high number to get from any yeah. lead source, let, let alone other real estate agents. So I assume you're getting referrals from agents in different markets. Yes, exactly. So when I say 85% agent to agent referrals, I mean my personal business, not my overall team business. Gotcha. But but I'm still 70% to 80% of the, the producer of the team, right? So it's right. still it's still a really, really big number. And it's a, it's a huge number. Yeah. And, and I've told this story a lot, um, but I'll try to like condense it a little bit. Um, so there's a Facebook group on Facebook, on Facebook, obviously a uh, real estate group on Facebook. It's called real estate hacks. Um, you might've heard it. There are a lot of people from the States on the group in the group, uh, but it is more Canada or Ontario focused. And uh, we've got 26,000 members now, I believe. And um Anyways, I know I noticed that it was always a, a me, me, me. Who's got this? Who's got that? And uh, you know, this five, four years ago when I joined, and it's like I was like, well, where's the value, man? Because when I first got into real estate and I left LA Fitness, I took time and I learned how to video edit. I learned how to photo edit. I interviewed entrepreneurs. My goal was 60. I only did about 20, but you know, life was busy. Um, but you know, I, it was always a common theme. Like, you know, what can you contribute your success to? And it's like, honestly, man, come from a place of value, a place from service. Mm. And I, what I, what I saw in the real estate industry, not from everybody, obviously you're only going to see that 
5% of the loudest people, right? But it was always like a me, 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 wine, 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 blah, blah, blah. So what I decided is like, look, let me take some of these skills that I've learned. And what I ended up doing, crazy now that I think about it, but I said, hey, send me, I posted in the group, I said, send me your headshot, send me your logo. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cut you out of the background. I'm going to add a new kitchen, living room, forest, whatever. And I'll make you like a new Facebook cover photo for your Facebook. Um, and, you know, I thought I might get three or four people. I ended up getting 500 um, took me three days around this time, five years ago, and I got them all done. And, you know, I still get random people commenting on that post so long ago and, you know, Hey, can you still do one for me? Sorry, that, that promotion's over. And so what it was is I, not only did I get 500 emails, which was amazing, but at the same time, I had a personal conversation, with each one of those, Hey, what did you think? Hey, how did you like this? Is there anything I could change for you? Um, and, you know, those people ended up keeping in contact, in contact with me through, uh, uh, till this day. And so it's always about coming from a place of value. And that's kind of how I built that foundation. Now, from there, once I had that foundation of loyal network groups, I basically designed intentionally or unintentionally, I'm not too sure at this point, but I basically had, you know, just been posting video content that was grabbing people's attention. So five years ago in Niagara, I know in the States, this has been going on for probably 10 years, but five years ago in Niagara, video marketing wasn't really that big of a deal. It might have been like, hi guys, Andrew Perry, welcome. This is 499, three bedrooms up, two bedrooms down. And that's what it was, if at all. So when I came in, I designed a series of really funny videos that really took off. Those videos, you know, they're low production value for sure, but they were funny and they grabbed people's attention. And then from there, my foundation keeps growing, keeps growing. And I grew out of that. And, you know, I, I, when everybody started doing listing videos, I was doing lifestyle videos when, and, and people loved them. I spent a lot of money on them to really grab people's attention. And when people started, you know, doing lifestyle videos, I moved on to vlogs. When people were doing vlogs, I moved on to creating, you know, podcast cuts and, you know, stuff like that. And, and it was always about staying one step ahead of the trend. Uh, or sorry, not ahead of the trend, but at least ahead of the market where we are in terms of, you know, what's trending. And w using that as strategy kept the eyes and the attention on me. So right now, just as we were getting ready, I had a, I'm not afraid to say that, a little like a mark here, a pimple, whatever. I had somebody come in and, you know, brush me up with some makeup and I took a video of it, right? So, you know, you, you it's all about, you know, being authentic and, you know, mm -hmm. doing things that you're passionate about and just really breaking the mold of what people think real estate marketing is. We, you, if you go to my Instagram at a Perry, you won't see a just listed, just sold, sold over asking. We have, a, we have an account for that, but that's not the way I've designed my content. It's engaging. It's inspirational. It's educational. It's humorous. And the whole goal behind it is to, and I say this, and I do a lot of tips for realtors on my Instagram. It's like, it's, it's that I'm showing you what is possible, what you can have fun with and what brings you real attention. The only people who are watching listings are, you know, people who might be interested or people who are nosy. What are they getting from it? That's a you, 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 right? 
what can, what, or sorry, me, me, me. If I'm posting, I'm posting something that you are going to find valuable. And staying ahead of those trends, like I was saying, is just always kept that attention on me and has led to those referrals. And like I said earlier, when we're talking about super niche in community and farm-driven style marketing, is that people, whenever they hear the word Niagara, somebody says, hey, guys, I need somebody in Niagara. Oh, Andrew Perry, Andrew Perry, Andrew Perry, Andrew Perry. And I'll get 20 tags per post just you know, shouting me out because they have, A, either worked for me in the past or worked with me in the past, or they you know, connect with me on some level, or we've networked together and we have that relationship built. So it's always just about you know, being conscious with what you're putting out there. You know, If you're just constantly putting just sold, just purchased, it's just noise. Nobody's going to, you're not going to stand out. Nobody's going to notice you. Yeah, I agree with that. I, you know, you, you said a couple of interesting things or, or, or I know, sorry, things that I stood out, but the, I think it's interesting that it all started with like basically just taking a headshot and like making a background for someone. It seems simple enough. Like why wouldn't they just figure out how to do that on Canva or find someone on Fiverr, but, um, yeah. <laughs> and that like 500 people <laughs> reached out to you for that. Uh, and that you delivered is the important thing. I mean, that, that's kind of crazy that, and, and yeah. I think the lesson there is like, you know, what you, if you're providing value to someone, even though it, it may seem like this is kind of easy, why didn't an agent just do this themselves? Right. But yeah. uh, just that, just that little bit of give that you gave probably expecting nothing in return has now led to a lot of referral business for you. Absolutely. And I ended up following that up a couple of weeks later in the new year um, with a live video of showing people exactly how I did it, excuse me, and answering questions as we were live and like, hey, look, guys, I just cut the background out. I put you up and I've taken your logo. I moved it over here. I took the photo of the kitchen and I blurred it a little bit so that we could see your name and your logo better. And people were blown away. They couldn't believe it. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where I was just being as engaged in these Facebook groups as possible. And it wasn't just, you know, from a place of me, 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 but it was more of a place of we, we, we there. Yeah. I love it. I, th I think, Canada, I, I think, we, we. um, I, I, I think it's an amazing idea. The, the other thing I like, or, or that we can talk about in a second is answering it with a video. Cause that's kind of trending now. Like, it started with. TikTok, where you could do video replies now instagram reels has just added that um you know where you yep. do the video reply and it has the question bubble you know somewhere above your head or you can move it around so i think i think that's kind of cool but i i liked how you said you know if they were doing this i would move on to to that right and, yes and like the lifestyle videos is a great example i remember when we first did them uh, now it seems like everyone is kind of doing them and, and they're all kind of the same. It's car people, pulls up to the house. Yeah, yeah. Car pulls up to a house. They walk in, maybe they like pour a glass of wine, take the dog yeah. out. I mean, it's, they're all, they're all kind of the same now. Right. So, yeah. um, where do you get the ideas from or how do you get inspired yeah. to like, what do you know? To, it's, it's probably easy to know, like when it's time to move on. Uh, but, yeah. But how do, how do you, Oh, what to move on to? Well, it's, it's again, and it's the reason why I'm so motivated to, to keep doing what I'm doing is because Ryan Serhant, Gary V, Grant Cardone, 
those are people I follow. And now Aaron Kerman from LA. And those are people who I follow and watch consistently. And when they start switching stuff up, I basically, you know, regurgitate what they've done. And yeah. you know, I take it from their level down to me. And then by the time I've spit it out, people are watching me just like I'm watching Ryan Serhan. And that's the whole idea behind it all. Because you know what? Like it's, it's nobody, there's no face in Canada that's really doing what they're doing. And all of this, and I haven't really talked about this publicly yet, but all of this has actually led to a two episode pilot. And you know that it's, I, that's my goal. Eventually I want to be the Ryan Serhan of Canada, but it's not about reinventing the wheel. It's just finding what is super, super cool and, and producing it with your own flair. And like I said, you know, if I could have people follow and look up to me just how I look up to Ryan Serhan, that's what keeps me going because I know that that person one day is going to, you know, ask for a referral, send a referral or, you know, like it's not just about the referrals, of course, but I know they're eventually going to reach out to me and that, you know, it's the same thing. You know, I'm a director with our brokerage and I don't recruit anybody. I don't headhunt anybody. I sh let our success speak for itself. And the new realtors, the veterans, they come to me saying, hey, what's Revel all about? So it's, it's just kind of like come from a place of value, let your success speak for itself. And the buyers, the, the realtors and the referrals, they kind of just come to you. And now that this is why I have, this is why I, this is why I can go home at four o'clock. So I know I don't have to stress <laughs> out about what kind of content I'm putting out. I'll just go see what Ryan Serhan just put out and uh, emulate that. <laughs> well, I, I think researching and, and studying people that are succeeding at the highest level is That's a great idea. Talks, right? Yeah. And yeah, Grant and Gary and Ryan are, are great people to study in that regard that they're, they're, you know, they are on the bleeding cutting edge of, of innovation and marketing. And absolutely. I, I think they will, would tell you too, that it's not necessarily like coming up with the next billion dollar idea. It's how quickly can you execute on what's out there? See if it works, do more of it if it does. And, you know, change course or adapt if it doesn't, right. The speed of execution Absolutely. matters a lot in this and game you, and you, you seem to have that and, and the thing is is that um i see people who do the lifestyle videos well the vlogs well and they do it they do it great but they just keep doing it and and to me if you go through my instagram or even my facebook facebook and instagram i do different styles i do different framing and I, you know what i mean um, but if you go through my grid or my reels or my videos you can tell that it's Okay, I'll try one thing for four or five different videos. Then I'll try another thing for four or five different videos. And I'm always mixing it up with different things in my photos or reels or IGTV, uh, which IGTV doesn't exist anymore. But, um, and it's just a very interesting mix it's, it's, where, it's, where it's still there, like, right? IGTV is still there, right? Is it it's there? Just, yeah. I, I think it is, but I, uh, but I think there's no option for it anymore. There's no longer, it's just a long form Instagram post. Now. I don't know. Instagram huh. has like a few different profiles. I've got like probably five or six and they're all different. Yeah. Some you can see the likes some, some of you can't see the likes some you can add IGTV. It's, it's really weird. Yeah. It's still, it's still on mine, but I, I think what's happening is there Instagram's kind of in this weird place where they're, 
they're being attacked by YouTube, you know, for the long for for long form attention, but then they're being attacked by TikTok for yes. short attention. So they're, you know, they did IGTV years ago to compete with YouTube, and I don't think yeah. that's necessarily working for them the level they thought. But then they came out with Reels to to yeah to copy TikTok yeah. and, and fight that off, and I think that's probably going a little bit better form than than the, the long form stuff on on the platform but i you know i don't i don't know i i, I think uh i think tiktok's gonna pass them soon if yeah happens. yeah we're doing good we're good at doing good on tiktok too i think our hashtag the finest states team has 1.6 million views so it's, it's not too bad we, we don't tr post a lot because i'm honestly not not creative enough to keep those video edits on the tiktok right so uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to get, you got to hire somebody for that for me. Yeah. Well, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't overlook it. You know, I'm not I, sleeping I think, on I it. It's... I'm not sleeping <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew, this has been amazing. I always yeah. like to wrap up with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for a couple rapid fire questions here. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Don't listen to other realtors. Hmm. Well, did you want me to expand? Least, no, that's a good one, but I would say at least <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll continue on. The, what is the uh, biggest mistake you see successful real estate agents make? Well, I think when the most successful agents, uh, when they start these big, massive teams, and from a referral standpoint, when you're sending them referral business and they don't have a proper system in place to make sure that the client and the referring agent are properly communicated mm. with, I think that really shoots them in the foot. Yeah, you can become a large team and do a thousand transactions a year. I know some people that do, our, uh, that do 300 transactions, 400 transactions a month, and that's great if you're just transactional, but then you're always going to have to play keep up, always going to have to spend money on lead gen, always have to do the billboard campaigns in order to get new business. If you had the focus right from the get-go, you can still do that level of turnover and transaction, but you would keep the repeat business. Is he there? Hello. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Can you see me? Is he waving? Is he talking? Oh, hello. Let me can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what happened there. Sorry about that. Uh, biggest challenge you've had in business and how you overcame it. I think the biggest challenge I had was, you know, transitioning from that, you know, 24 seven, yes, man, lifestyle to being able to, you know, completely set the standard for myself, my family and my clients and team mm. to that, you know, I'm, I'm going home at four and I'm not, working on the weekends. That was the biggest challenge. But how we overcome uh, those things is is with clear communication and understanding of your goals. And once you have that uh, clear understanding, you can then communicate and implement and then leverage.
It's frozen again. All right. When you're not selling homes or frozen again. Hello? No, you're back. You're back. All right. I'm back. Uh, when you're not selling homes or working in your business, what do you do for fun? Uh, well, I play hockey about three to five times a week right across the street from our office, uh, 12 p.m. Uh, on our lunch breaks. I absolutely love it. Or, you know, we're taking the family out. You know, my wife's uh, family owns a winery, so we're, we're there every Sunday. They're a big Italian family, so we love to enjoy walks around the vineyard and drink wine and eat really good food. All right. Last question. Where do you see yourself five years from now? I love this question because by next year, I want to open another office. In five years, I want to have at least another five offices. And I want to implement and replicate this uh, top producing real estate team in multiple markets. Uh, that's going to be super crucial. And I also try to add two or three rental properties to my portfolio every year. And don't forget my awesome. own HDTV uh, show. Well, thank you so. <laughs> yes, yes, and and uh, you'll have to you'll have to make sure you you send us a link to the pilot or the the, the yeah. that when they come out. Absolutely. Um, all right, Andrew. Well, this has been amazing. I love the value you have brought in your story and the inspiration and just the, the, uh, the, the right quickly build a team and really transition from self-employed agent to business owner. You've done that really, really well. So thank you for that. If people want in touch with you or about what you do, what are the best ways for them to connect? Honestly, just Instagram at a Perry, send me a DM. I usually reply within, you know, an hour or so. So that's the best way to uh, check me out. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Andrew, to all of our listeners and viewers. Thanks for tuning in. Please do me a favor. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you liked and didn't like and share this with people that you think could benefit from seeing or hearing this episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you.